Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome to Spiritual AF, a manifestation podcast for success-driven humans. My name is Johnny Maria Gresta, and I am completely obsessed with helping you live a wildly fulfilling life where you are thriving in every way possible. I have helped thousands of humans get happier, healthier, and wealthier over the past 14 years, and now it's time for your own transformation. Let's get into today's episode. Good morning, beautiful humans, and happy Tuesday. Today, I didn't think I was going to record a podcast. I say that all the time, but here we are again. If you're new here, welcome, welcome. I post podcasts ridiculous amount of times per week, all topics, manifestation, personal growth, health, business, all the things. And if you've been here for a while, I love you. Thank you for being here. So I'm talking about something that I was kind of nervous to talk about for a long time, but it needs to be said, and I'm just going to say what I have to say, and anybody that doesn't like it is totally okay. You don't have to like everything that I say. You don't have to agree with it. (sighs) I'm tired of seeing this narrative in the health world that you can either have a healthy relationship with your body and either have a healthy relationship with food and either eat enough food and have a healthy relationship with working out or basically you're feeding into this toxic diet culture thing. And there was one point throughout my um, journey that I kind of fed into that as, as well. It was for a very brief amount of time. You may have been here for that. Um, but... It's complete bullshit. You know, there's a whole slew of people that are really promoting body positivity. I'm here for it. I am fucking here for it. But then they go on to say that, um, you know, you shouldn't be drinking coffee instead of meals. Remember, coffee is not a meal. Well, we know coffee is not a meal. (laughs) Yes, in in an extremely disordered way of thinking, people feel that. But you cannot feel that and still want to improve your body. Like the body improvement doesn't come at the cost of your mental health or in order to lose weight or shift your physical body in some way. You don't have to drink coffee in order to lose weight, you know? And I'm just really fucking tired of seeing it as an either fucking or. It's either you're feeding into toxic diet culture and you're starving yourself and you, you know, think you need to be a size two or a size four or whatever. Or, you know, you accept your body at whatever size it is. Now, if that's genuinely something you want to do or you want to promote for your clients 100%, but the way that I like to view it and the way that really helps me is I get to love myself as I am. And as I love myself deeper, I show up more powerfully. As I show up more powerfully and I love myself deeper, I attract better things into my life. And that includes a body that feels really good. Listen, I've been 112 pounds, 113 pounds, something around that when I had a massive eating disorder and when I was also struggling with kidney issues and massive GI issues and I was not able to eat. And there was a secretly sick kind of part of me that was happy that I was so thin. I was like, okay, I'll just work to stay here now. It was extremely unhealthy for so many reasons. 
Um, and 113 pounds on me is just way too unrealistic. Yes, that's something that I have to have and, you know, a extremely not healthy eating pattern in order to achieve. And then I've been about 170 pounds, most recently about two years ago. Unless I'm pregnant, I will never get there again. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. <laughs> Obviously, I don't know exactly what the future holds, but I will never stay there. I will never be okay with my body being at that weight. And I'm just going to say the reasons why. <laughs> uh, it's kind of uncomfortable speaking all about this because, you know, as a spiritual human, we're just, I don't know. There, there's this whole narrative that we should just be accepting and loving and all that stuff. And don't get me wrong, I actually loved my body for the first time when it was its biggest. I learned how to love myself because I was forced to, because I didn't have like, okay, let me just lose weight or let me lift this amount of weight. Like I didn't have the external successes to force me into a place of relying on them to validate myself, improve myself and be happy with myself. It actually, being my biggest actually was one of the reasons why I stopped relying on external things to validate how good I am or how worthy I am, right? But in that moment, I couldn't, like, doing pull-ups, doing push-ups were insanely fucking difficult. Running was insanely difficult. I could do it because I had been training my body for a very long time at that point. I think we were about 12 years in now, we're about 14 years in. So I was still able to complete a few uh, push-ups and I was still able to do some assisted pull-ups with my husband's help. But I could tell you, I didn't feel safe hanging from my shoulders for that weight. I didn't feel, my knees didn't feel good running at that weight. And yes, there's more to joint health than just how much weight you have, but there's proven science that talks all about how how when we are heavier, how much more pressure it puts on our joints. And it's just... It's just the way that it is. It's not the only factor. I'm not saying, and that's another thing about this whole narrative of toxic diet culture. It's like they think that it, it, they kind of highlight just certain aspects as if we're saying it's an all or nothing. Either eat 1,200 calories or, you know, nothing. Either toxically lose weight or nothing. You know, no behavior itself is inherently bad. Drinking coffee is not inherently bad. Wanting to lose weight is not inherently bad. Wanting to, I don't know, have a bigger butt is not inherently bad. Wanting to have a smaller waist is not inherently bad. It's the energy and the intention behind it that makes it screwy, that makes it unhealthy for us. You know, and being somebody who's been on all spectrums of health, of really disordered patterns of thinking, really disordered patterns of eating, really disordered patterns of binging, really disordered patterns of 1200 calories, really disordered patterns of I need to work out, I need to work out, I need to work out. There was a point in my life where I was, I would yell at people if they weren't able to bring me to the gym because at the time I didn't have a car and I would get really angry, like very, very angry. This is in the beginning of my weightlifting journey. You know, so I get what it's like to have some of those behaviors. I don't know every single behavior, obviously. But we can go on and on about, you know, defending everything. Or you can just realize that your worthiness is inherent, that your love for yourself is inherent. 
It's not something you ever had to work for. And you can do the healing work to do that. Healing doesn't mean losing weight. Healing doesn't mean changing anything about your external body. Healing means healing through the parts of your life where you were taught you weren't good enough. And yes, weight might have played a part in that. Or yes, you know, getting external validation for weight loss may have played a part in that. But when you look deeper, it's 100% possible to heal. I do it with my clients all the fucking time. We do it in Life on Fire. I've done it with myself. (sighs) There's nothing wrong with wanting to change your body. End of story. There's nothing wrong. What's wrong is when you want to change it because you think you need to to be good enough for anything else right? Do I agree with things in diet culture? Absolutely not. Do I agree with the fact that our society judges people in a bigger body? Absolutely not. But I also see how people judge people in a smaller body or how people, those same people are now judging people who actually work their ass off to have a certain physique. You know, it's the judgment that's the problem. It's the fact that we're judging that's the problem. Just because you think that you're validated to say, oh, well, I shouldn't be judged because I'm in a bigger body. Well, people in a smaller body shouldn't be judged either. There should be no judgment. Do we understand that that's the problem? Do we understand that the judgment itself is the hurtful part? When you want to be loved just for who you are and you don't want people to talk badly about you, well, you can't sit here and talk badly about other people. You can't sit here and judge other people for their habits and their desires. Let the world do what, it, do what they fucking want and you get to decide what it is that you want. And I want to hone in the fact that you can have a healthy relationship with your body and a healthy relationship with food and still be intentional. You can have a healthy relationship with working out and still work your ass off and still work. I mean, I don't, I don't believe personally in the benefit of like, I'm going to measure my waist circumference and measure how, you know, how many centimeters it lost this week for me that I mean, at this point, I'm so detached from needing it to be a certain size or needing it to be anything but wanting it to be smaller or wanting it to fit into jeans or wanting it to be less jiggly is a valid desire, but it has nothing to do with my self-worth, right? So I have no desire to track little small improvements like that, just like I have no desire to track little improvements in my business in terms of money. I just wait until it adds up and I get really fucking happy about it. And then I'm like, cool, of course that was going to happen because I wasn't stressed about it not happening, right? I wasn't manifesting that it wasn't going to happen. You see, what happens is that when we start to just feed into the idea that intentional weight loss is bad, or we start to feed into the idea that we cannot change our physical body, we start to give in to things that perhaps do not feel good, right? Just like if we give into the idea that we should not gain weight, we also feed into the idea that well, perhaps I'm just going to settle for things that do not feel good. So I think I shouldn't gain weight. I think I shouldn't lose weight. I think I shouldn't gain weight. I think I shouldn't lose weight, right? So then inherently we're preventing our body from being its healthiest and happiest. The goal here is to not not care about the physical world, but not make that the sole focus of your health journey, right? The goal of living is to not make living and the external world, the goal of being alive. The goal is to love yourself as you are. The goal is to just be so excited regardless of what your external world looks like. And y'all, when you do this, what happens is that you actually attract the things that you want. 
And then you're like, oh, cool. I never had to worry about the external world. I never had to worry about should I have lost weight or should I have gained weight? Or should I have worked out more? Shouldn't I have drank more coffee or whatever? Right? Yes, I agree. Diet culture can be very toxic. But so can the flip side of diet culture. It's the extremes that we get to avoid. And the pendulum swings from one side of the extreme to the next. And then you get to find your own balance. Right? But... You don't have to choose. The narrative is you don't have to choose. Choose, And the sucky thing about marketing is that it's important for businesses or businesses see it as important to choose one side of the pendulum because that's what's going to attract ideal clients consistently. So in terms of marketing, you pick one narrative, you pick one story, you pick one way of being And you just talk about all the benefits of it and you talk about why everything else isn't good enough. And that sells really fucking well. So what happens is that we get stuck in these patterns of absorbing from people and absorbing from businesses and ads and marketing that now are telling you it's one way or the other. And then you're like, well, I have to pick. Well, I have to choose. Right. Instead, what if you just developed your own narrative? You didn't allow the marketing world and a body positivity culture and diet culture and whatever other culture to not to persuade you to choose either or, but you chose your own way, right? It's like you either went to get a degree and you were deemed good enough or you were not, right? It's a very one track to promote schooling, to promote prestige to promote certain things in our society to promote those you know colleges making money marketing relies on either or and as a person in the health world as a practitioner as somebody who's absorbing the content whatever you basically end up in that cycle as well (laughs) because unfortunately it doesn't sell super well to just say well choose whichever path you know it doesn't sell as easily let's say that as just choose whichever whichever path. And maybe that's just a narrative that needs to be changed. Let's just change that narrative now. You choosing your path was always the option. You choosing your path is the thing that sells well, whether you're doing it for your clients or you're doing it for yourself. You get to invest in courses that make you feel like you actually have a fucking choice and free fucking will. You have free fucking will. Again, you don't have to hate your body into change. That's not a narrative that needs to stay. It's actually completely fucking false. You cannot hate yourself into change. You cannot put hate behind an action and expect it to result in a positive intention. It doesn't work. The energy just gets transferred. And so you attract more negativity when you're acting from a place of (sighs) self-hate. So yeah, I wanted to highlight that because there's just a lot of things going around. And I even just saw like someone posted a challenge of like... um, you know, like loving yourself and loving your body and letting go of all these societal things that, you know, you don't have to be a size four and all that. A hundred percent. Yes. I'm so fucking for it. And I'm also for being able to move really well. I'm also for being able to carry your body weight. I'm also for, um, being able to run and jump and feel really good. You know, and I believe you can feel good in a bigger body and that's on you. But if you don't, that's also valid. Right. And I can 
cert- with certainty say that I feel better in a smaller body than I did at 170 pounds. And so I just want to highlight some of that, speak my truth around it. Um, yeah, and share the fact that you can choose your own path <clears throat> and share the fact that it's like in business, it's like you either have to be burnt out and miserable and make a lot of money or you can, you know, or you can honor your energy and not make a lot of money. Like, it's just, it's not, it's not true. Any extreme is never true. It's always a middle ground that feels really true for you. And you get to find that. Yes, it takes deep healing work. Yes, it takes uh, reconditioning yourself. And yes, it takes a lot of shifting and looking at stuff, (laughs) stuff within, stuff externally, but it's possible. You know, I used to overwork the fuck out of myself just to make money. And then I learned that, oh, the deeper I honor my energy, the more money I actually make. And now it's a concept I fucking teach my clients who build businesses on their own. I used to believe that I had to work out every single day and only heavy weightlift and only do this and track macros and all that stuff. And then it stopped serving me. So then I found a different way. You know, people are always like, well, how do you lose weight if you're not tracking? Who said you needed to track to lose weight? (laughs) What? (laughs) You know? And along any, any journey, you will have ups and downs. You will always have ups and downs. Always, always, always. So my recommendations to you is find your own path that feels best for you. Invest in courses that feel best for you. Invest your energy in absorbing people who absorbing content from people that make you feel your best and that empower you to find what that means for you, not people who say, just feed into my narrative or not people who say, oh, buy this and I'll help you overcome this and you'll never have to worry about this again. Like, it's just, it's not fucking realistic. And so your journey is going to be up and down, swervy, back and forth, forward, back, up, down, upside down. You're going to be on a roller coaster. It's the way that life is. Right, so what if trying to control it was never the option or never the answer? What if allowing yourself to get clear on what it is that you desire and allowing it to flow to you from a place of self-love, from a place of wholeness, from a place of deeply, deeply, deeply being aligned and letting everything flow from that place? You know, your body will work itself out, right? Your mental health will work itself out. You get to do work on all of that every single day on your business, on your passion every single day. All of it gets to happen. You never needed to choose. You get to have a life on fire. You get to have a life that deeply fucking fulfills you. You get to have a life that deeply allows you to feel and experience the way you want to feel and experience both in the physical world and the internal world. But the narrative that you have to choose either or is not valid in my opinion. And it's something that you can 100% move through. And last but not least, follow people, follow mentorship from people who you 100% like, I don't want to say want to be like, but who you, who they mirror things back to you where you're like, yes, that is what I desire in my life. That's what coaching is all about. That's what this entire industry that I'm a part of is all about. It's about sharing our stories, sharing our struggles, sharing our wins, sharing our methods to help clients go from where we used to be to where, you know, we, uh, we are now and pick people consciously 
who mirror the success that you desire, who mirror the happiness, who mirror the mental health that you desire, all of that. I'm all here for being vulnerable and sharing struggles and sharing anxiety days and sharing all of that and sharing bad body image and sharing financial struggles and all of that stuff. I've shared all of that with you guys throughout my years in the podcast and throughout my years on social media. The other day I was just posting about how I was hysterically crying and like 10 people shared it. Who's sharing my face crying? Oh my goodness. But my husband was like, Johnny, people like vulnerability. Yes, I'm here for it. But I'm going to follow people. I don't know about you, but I'm going to follow people who mirror the success that I desire, who mirror the happiness level that I desire, who have done work in the way that maybe I don't know what the work is, but I'm ready to learn from them because there's something about their life that I deeply desire. I pay coaches who marry that back to I'm not going to pay somebody who just feels really negative and who feels like, you know, they're not where I want to be. So that's the beautiful thing about social media is that you can cultivate what type of marketing you get given to, you know, you get seen or you, you see every day. And so just do it consciously. That's my recommendation. Do it consciously, consciously choose your path, consciously choose what it is that you desire and really sit down and assess Are the things that I desire or the things that I'm working towards or the things that I'm consuming, are they actually leading me to a place that really feels good? Have I allowed myself to sit down and say, this feels good and this doesn't? What feels stifling and what feels more expansive? Honor that because you don't have to choose between anything. You don't have to choose between anything. I'm going to say that again. You don't have to choose between anything, especially between a body that feels good and good mental health and a healthy relationship with food. (sighs) Okay, last thing that's a big pet peeve of mine before we hop off. Um, There's a lot of people who kind of shit on uh, holistic health people and, you know, I don't know, just people who recommend, you know, more whole foods, people who recommend uh, morning routines and meditation and you know, getting sunlight first thing in the morning and no screens and all of that. Now, I'm just going to be super honest. The people who I know who follow these morning routines and who eat this way and who honor their bodies in specific ways are way happier than the people that don't. It's just, it's been something that's on my heart that I've been scared to say because I know it's going to trigger people, but it's just the way that it is. And as a dietitian, there was so much toxicity in that, in that realm where we used to shit on anybody that wasn't just regurgitating the same science that we were, where they were saying that other, you know, types of, uh, I don't know, you know, supplements and this and that and that were, you know, we're dumb and you shouldn't listen to them. Now, I don't recommend supplements. I'm not a supplement type person. Do I think certain herbs that have been used for years and years and years in traditional medicine can be helpful? Of fucking course. So yes, I have certain teas and stuff that I just consume normally. I consume whole foods. I consume a well-rounded diet. I consume very small amounts of processed foods maybe once a week, if even, maybe like I got like some chocolate or something like that, that I didn't make. But generally, when I have these habits, I feel really good. And the people around me who have these habits also are going bigger in their life, have bodies that make them feel really good, are actually seeing improvements in their mental health naturally. And it's just, 
it's such a difficult thing to talk about because then people flip it around and then they're like, well, if you said that, then that means you're anti-medication. I never fucking said that in my fucking life. (laughs) You know, well, then that means, you know, you think that clean eating is the best way of eating. Well, I think that we should be eating foods that are natural. Yes, I think we should be doing everything that's more natural. Yes. Right. I think that being more connected to nature is natural. Do I want to live out in nature? Absolutely fucking not. But there's people who do and they're probably very fucking happy. (laughs) But you can also be in a really beautiful, massive mansion and be very connected to nature as well. It's not an either or. It's not an either I'm going to work holistically or I'm going to take medication. It's not an either I get to have the body I want or I get to love myself and have a healthy relationship with it. It just it's not an either or in any scenario. And I'm just tired of people shitting on people. I'm tired of both sides of people shitting on people. And I'm tired of us kind of more so confusing the health industry. It's doing the exact opposite of what we need to be doing to get the world healthier. And if that's our true mission as health practitioners, or if that's our mission as a human in this fucking physical form, we get to choose what feels healthy for us. And you always get to choose. And maybe that's medication, maybe that's eating more whole foods, maybe that's for a little while relying on more processed foods because you just have no energy and you need to get through the day. All of it is valid. But ultimately, pay attention to your body. Don't let anybody else, sorry, now it's loud, of course, um, but don't let anybody else dictate that. You get to determine you have free will and your body's communicating with you and so deeply allows you to thrive. You are meant to so deeply thrive and live a life on fire in all ways. Okay. That's all I have to say today. Um, if you don't like what I said, valid, totally fine. Um, and if you vibe with anything that I said, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear from you either way. Um, but yeah, I hope it empowered you. I hope it shed some light on some stuff, gave you some permission slips. I love you and I will see you soon.